So we want to now try to break down two fallacies that can really affect our thinking in, in frequently negative ways. One fallacy, we don't even necessarily have a name for it, but it's uh, comparing the, the general and the abstracted to the specific and consequently always uh, thinking that we're lacking something and being dissatisfied. What does that mean? So we, uh, as it concerns the concepts that we have, they're not uh, they don't involve particular details, at least past a certain age, meaning we have a concept of uh, humankind, whatever it means to us. We have a concept of uh, man, woman, child, uh, friend, parent, uh, house, uh, car, all these general concepts. Right? Our concept of a, of a car, it, we may have some associations with it, or obviously in some cases, if somebody's only had a, one car and never seen any other car. But generally speaking, uh, we just have a, a general kind of... Um, definition, something that can drive us. Uh, we're thinking of the utility, is the, the general kind of appearance of four wheels, but we're not thinking red car, blue car, silver car, this brand, that brand, uh, or, or make uh, and model. Uh, we're not thinking that, right? Clothing, we're, we're not that thinking uh, Louis, uh, Gucci, Prada, Balenciaga, right? We're, we're just thinking something that could, uh, in terms of its utility and, and basic uh, appearance, right? But uh, that's on the one hand. On the other hand, anything and everything that we encounter in real life is, of course, specific. We can never encounter a car in general. We can never encounter a purse or a watch in general. We can never encounter a person in general. And uh, what ends up happening is we think uh, subtly, arguably, always that uh, whatever I'm dealing with isn't really the real thing because it falls short of the ideal of the ideal concept. This is specific, right? And uh, my concept is general. And we compare, we make a category error of comparing one thing to the other thing and it can lead to to some issues. So for example, um, we may think, uh, you know, uh, we have an abstracted concept of of spouse, of significant other. It doesn't necessarily involve a particular spouse. It doesn't involve particular likes and dislikes and strengths and weaknesses. So we have this ideal, fantasy, whatever you want to call it, but this abstracted notion. And then we might have a, a real spouse, a real significant other, who, of course, does have a, a individual details. And we think, wait a second, a spouse is supposed to be like this, but this person doesn't clean the way I want him or her to clean. This person doesn't uh, dress exactly like I want him or her to dress. It doesn't make any sense. I have this ideal concept and it doesn't stack up. I don't really have a real spouse then. I have, uh, you know, Bob or, or Bill or Jane or Alice. Uh, uh, but not a, a, a real spouse because a real spouse is this ideal in my mind, right? So we see the mistake or we think um, clothing is, is, is general, right? But any actual clothing that we can have is, of course, specific clothing. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, one brand or another brand and the fit isn't exactly perfect. So we put on a real shirt as opposed to uh, a, um, our ideal shirt, our conceptual shirt, and it's not quite the, the best fit. It doesn't look exactly like we would kind of conceive of a, a, an ideal shirt looking. So we think, okay, this isn't a real shirt. So then we have to buy a new one, right? Because that, that wasn't real. And it's the same thing for the next one and the next one. And by definition, of course, it'll always be like that because we're comparing, we're making a category error. We're comparing incomparable things. Uh, what other examples are there? We may think um, also leads to, to a lot of dissatisfaction, right? We have, for example, vacation. We have a, a notion, an abstracted notion of a vacation. Perfect fun all of the time. Nothing that reminds me of, uh, excuse me, the day-to-day. 
and it just the uh, vacations, vacation. So we go on a real vacation, and of course, there, there's a wait at the airport if we're flying there, or a long road trip, and you know, run, running out of gas, and maybe stomachache, and maybe this trouble, that trouble, the, the arrangements, the room isn't perfect, all these kinds of things. So we think, okay, that wasn't a real vacation. Because of all of these complicated factors, the ideal, the conceptual vacation, still I haven't experienced. So then we want to go on another one and another one, and we're never actually satisfied. We're always think we always think we're missing out on something because we never experienced the art concept uh, that's abstracted from any particular details. And of course, again, the same thing goes for anything and everything else. Every person that we know is a specific person. Every place that we go is a specific place. Right, there's people that live in a in a in the major cities that are considered to be kind of a, the the metro policies that's the right word centers of of commerce and culture around the world and yet a person who lives there very uh, good chance that he or she doesn't perceive it as uh, any as a city right or as a major city right this is my home this is where I live right or a city is somewhere across the globe and the grass is greener right it's something else this is yeah this is a uh, Tokyo this is Manhattan. Uh, this is uh, Mexico City. It's not a, a city in general, right? It's the same thing. Well, that's why also we, uh, why do we, we, we're uh, tourists in different countries. And yet, tor- there, there's tourists in our country. How does that work, right? We're already in a country. Why, why, why can't we be a tourist there? Well, it's because we're used to it. It's not, it's not even, not only because we're used to it, but because it's specific. So we have this concept of a country in general. It can't be this where I am, wherever I am. I'm in America. I'm in Spain. I'm in Switzerland. And it can't be this because this is it, whatever it is. It's a road. It's a, it's a street. It's a house. That for me to see a country, I have to go somewhere else. Let me go to, to, uh, if I live in, uh, Spain, let me go to, uh, the South America. If I live in South America, let me go to Spain. Right, but of course, when we go there, it's also specific, and maybe briefly there's like ooh ah, but then we get used to it. Oh, it's just a specific place. I thought it was gonna be a country, but it's just another road. It's just another. Uh, it, there's that real people here also, right? And then it wears off. So we think, okay, that's not the country. Let me go to a real country now, and we keep going like that, and it can be like that for our whole life. We're always dissatisfied. We're always having, what's the word, um, FOMO. We always think we're missing out on something. Why? Because whatever experiences we have are specific, particular experiences, and we are always thinking of the concept in our mind, which doesn't have the specific details. Another quick fallacy that that we can add along these lines is uh, making a distinction between uh, things that can satisfy us and things that cannot. So an example of what can satisfy us is food as it concerns a given meal. No matter how hungry we are, if we have enough food and we eat long enough, we will be eventually stuffed, barring unheard of, at least to the present speaker, uh, medical uh, conditions. Right? And eventually we're going to run out of room, whether we feel like we're stuffed or not, maybe some, some physiological things, but eventually uh, it, we're going to be stuffed. It's safe to say. So that's one thing, right? No matter how thirsty we are, if we drink enough water, also maybe some complications, but generally speaking, we're, we're eventually not going to be thirsty. No matter how sleepy, also the complications, eventually we're going to sleep it off. But there's another category of things that we can never, ever have, no matter what we, how much of it we have. What is that category? That category is that which we don't have. What does that mean? So an allure, for example, of earning more money is to have more money than we have at present. But is it possible to have more money than we have at present? would say no, because whatever money we have at present is exactly how much money we have at present. So if we earn more money, we're already in the future rel- relative to the past point 
where we said we wanted more money. So we have a new present, and in that present, we have 100% of the money that we do have. So we say that it, it, we, we chase after, uh, it's like a dog t- chasing its tail. It's impossible to have more money than we have at present, and yet we keep hoping that we will eventually have more money than we have at present so we, we can, can uh, strive and strive for more and more, which is not to say it's bad, but just to, to point this out. It's impossible to have a relationship with a person that we don't have a relationship with. And yet, of course, frequently that's something that uh, a lot of people struggle with. Whoever he or she is in a relationship with, oh, that's just, uh, again, this specific person. I want to be in a relationship with somebody that I'm not in a relationship in. And yet, of course, that's impossible. Whoever we're in a relationship with, we are in a relationship with. Uh, what else is there? It's impossible to have any any clothing that we don't have or any kind of material goods that we don't have, right? My car, I mean, after two, three weeks, I mean, this is my car, I already have it. I want a car that I don't have. But as soon as we have a car that we, quote, unquote, don't have, right, the point of uh, kind of saying that, we do have the car. So we always have the car that we have. We always have the stuff that we have. And when we forget that, we can turn our whole life into a chase for literally, as we see, the logically, inconceiv- uh, logically inconceivable impossibility. And that could distract us from true goods, which obviously the elementary ones, uh, food, water, all of that. But also we would say something such as improving uh, uh, the quality of our mind, of our understandings, that it, we can have what we don't have. Meaning we're still technically, yeah, we're still going to have it, but it, it will directly and immediately improve the quality of our existence. We don't need to wait for, uh, for, for something more. Meaning... If we uh, clarify an idea of ours, we, we figure out a way to, to think about uh, a situation more clearly, then we have that good. We, we've improved our existence in that way. Right? On the other hand, if we want uh, a, 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 a gadget, a toy, a watch, a purse that we don't have, we can't have it because as soon as we have it, we're going to have it. You get the point? So it's not going to be fulfilling that need of ours to have something that we don't have. Whereas with uh, true goods, such as, again, wisdom, increased uh, understanding, all of that, we do have, uh, uh, the, the increase does directly and immediately benefit us. And we can have what we don't have at present. You get the point? So it's interesting to think about these things, to, to pay attention to these dynamics, and uh, hopefully it can be helpful. Thank you for listening.